Hello and welcome to another episode of Mindset Matters. I'm your host, Lockie J. Mindset Matters, where we talk about how your mindset matters, giving you quick tips, hints and hacks to turn your mind into a powerhouse. Good morning all, Lockie J here. Welcome to another episode of Mindset Matters. Today we're building on from the Time Tantrum episodes. Um, I hope you guys have been implementing some of those tips and tricks and I hope you're working towards clearing some of those activities in your schedule that are not conducive to encouraging positive mental growth. Uh, Sometimes we can do too much and end up not doing much at all or not doing anything well, which has a negative impact on how we view uh, our space around us and our successes or failures. So this morning's episode is all about the three absolute amigos. The three absolute amigos. Basically, we're going back retrospectively and saying, okay, before we got to a time tantrum, there was three things that that we would have forgotten about. So now that we've analysed our time, I want to make sure that you've got these three absolute amigos locked in and, and you will definitely have them as part and parcel of your weekly schedule. The three absolute amigos, okay? These things must be there. Absolute must. The quantity is open to variable. But they must be there. There's there's no doubt about that, all right? So let's just jump straight into this. The three absolute amigos. Amigo number one, hobbies. So amigo number one is hobbies. You may not have any, and I'd be disappointed if, if that was the case for you. Purely and simply because that means that you have never allowed yourself the time as an adult to chase things purely for the enjoyment of doing them, not because of an outcome, not because of a reward, whether intrinsic or cash, whatever it might be, all right? So remember back when you were kids, you know, you you had your sport or you had your, some people played card games, some people had um, books that they read, you know, some people had BMX bikes or fishing or whatever it was. Go back to, I always find, go back to childhood because oftentimes into adulthood we lose, we lose that kind of uh, passion and, and confidence in being ourselves, okay? So go back to being a child and remember what kind of things were you doing, what group did you hang out with? You know, I mean, personally for me, um, I was very sporty. I hung out with the sport group. So whilst I don't play a sport now, I have previously got involved in, you know, six-a-side social soccer. um, Or I, I go to the gym now. I like to run. I like to bushwalk. Things that are related to that physical activity. That, to me... Um 
is something I enjoy. Now, the hobby that I've picked up, a couple of hobbies, gardening and fishing. All right, they're both outdoors. Um, they both involve a form of, of exercise for me, but it's they're things that I just intrinsically can do and find enjoyment of. Whether I catch a fish or not, whether everything in my garden dies or, or grows well or the bugs eat it, I'm still passionate to get up the next day and do that. I need no reward because doing the activity is the reward for me. Um, so, amigo number one is hobby. You need to find a hobby. You really do, all right? You need to find that activity that you can do during the week. Might only be five, ten minutes. Um, ideally, it's about a half hour a week or more, all right? But you need to find that one activity. Some people do yoga, um, things like that. You need to find that one activity that you can just go to and there needs to be no expectation and, and doesn't matter, you know, there's no um, outcome required or anything. It's just your place you can go to, no matter what the week is, is, is like, no matter what your life is like, that place you can go to to recharge. All right, remember we're building on time tantrums. Um, this is one of those activities that will recharge you. In fact, all three of these amigos are recharging activities, okay? So we're just drilling down into the specifics of what that can look like for you. So, find yourself a hobby. It doesn't have to be expensive, you know, doesn't have to be rock climbing, doesn't have to be hot air ballooning, you know, it can be stamp collecting, can be woodwork, can be painting, you know, just an activity that you don't have to be good at, an activity that you find joy at and you can go to and just spend some time charging yourself and just feeling good about being who you are and doing what you're doing at the time. Alright, Omega number one. Amigo number two, exercise. All right, I could quote thousands of articles and you know, scholarly reviews and reports around the benefits of exercise tying in with your mindset, your mental health. All right? Exercise is an absolute must, guys. If you're working a laboring job or an intensively exercise job, you know, you're already getting some of those endorphins going. However, it never hurts to just go for a walk around the block um, just so that you're doing an exercise where your mind is relaxed as well. Because oftentimes, you know, you're on the tools, your head's thinking of the next task ahead or problem solving or, you know, so you, you're still a little bit tense around that even though you are engaging in that activity. Exercise, guys. So, ideally three times or more a week. You can break that up. They say about half hour, 15 minutes, half hour a day, five minute walk to, to from where you park your car. Um, you know, all those things, they're, they're important, all right? I like to try and hit the gym, all right? I, it's my thing, um, and I guess part of it is, is just a, 
that's my cathartic pushing out all the negative. When I'm doing weights or I'm working with kettlebells and things like that, I'm concentrating on my form, I'm working on my fitness. You know, it's constantly kind of like I'm cleansing my body and my mind. It works for me that way. Some people prefer, you know, like say some weeks I like to just go for a, a walk along the beach. Um, and that can be enough for me. Whatever it is, you must do some exercise, guys. Really cannot stress this enough. The endorphins in there are just going to keep kicking along and helping you. When you're having those shit weeks, all right, and you've, you've been maintaining a good physical routine, the shit week is definitely not as bad, all right? Um, people who really struggle with stress often let go of their exercise routines or are not engaged in one. Alright, so try it for yourself. If you're someone who panics, stresses, freaks out a lot, commit to the next two weeks of definitely going for some type of exercise three to five times a week. Now you can say, holy lucky, that's a lot, three to five times a week. It is, but I'm not saying go for an hour or two hours every, every time you go. Can be 15 minutes, good brisk walk, a couple of push ups at the end, or on your knees, or, or on your toes, depending on your, on your level. Um, also, you know, make sure you check with your doctor to make sure they've got no injuries and heart problems, things like that, that might kind of guide you as to what you can and can't do. But just try it. If, you, if you're someone who really stresses the next couple of weeks, just make sure exercise becomes a part of your routine. <clears throat> That's a big number two. All right. Now, what? So, Omega one number one, we've got hobbies. Omega number two, exercise. Omega number three, I don't know if anyone can guess this one, but Omega number three is diet. Duh, right? Diet. Massive part of diet is drinking enough water. Your bodies are 80% water, okay? Now that's not to say that, you know, we're drinking water and, and uh, everything's all good, no. But keep up your fluid intake and watch what you eat. I like, my personal analogy, which I, I like to give to people is, when people say, oh, I don't know how you, you, you know, you, you don't get sick that often and you, you know, you're pretty trim and fit and that kind of stuff, and I say, well, yeah, I do do exercise, because <clears throat> that's what people say, oh, you go to the gym, that must be it. And I'm like, yeah, I do do exercise, <clears throat> but I follow the 80-20 rule, okay? Our bodies are 80% water, but the 80-20 rule is 80% diet, 20% exercise. The reality is, I like to think of myself in terms of, if you think about a professional race car, all right? They don't put crap fuel in their race car. They don't use dodgy parts. They don't cut corners and just put any old tires on them. They expect top performance, so they deliver the top fuel, top products, top parts to that vehicle to ensure that they get the best outcomes. My body and your body should be the same, all right? You're not gonna feel 100% and get the best out of your body if you're filling it full of processed fast food. If you're, you know, filling up with alcohol every night, <coughs> um, 
and you know and then and filling yourself full of aspirins and all sorts of things now I look I can hear the the uproar in the background I know that some people need to take pain medication for a pre-existing condition some people it's unavoidable right? but what I'm saying is if you want to build a mindset that is peak performance and, and so positive that it's impressively powerful you got to help there you got to give it the tools right it starts with the small choices right? instead of going oh, I'm not going to take lunch today I'll just buy some, some cheap and greasy down at the shop for lunch Spend that extra five minutes in the morning and make yourself a, a, a good salad, you know, chicken salad or something, with the stuff you've got at home, right? Yeah, and if you don't do some shopping, well, now's a good impetus to start. I cannot stress this diet one enough, guys, you know. Diet, when you start feeding your body what it needs, your body starts saying, what can I do for you? Energy goes through the roof. Your confidence, believe it or not, increases. You know, if you've always struggled with your weight, just by changing your diet in a sustainable way, not starving yourself, not just juicing everything and those kind of things, while some have merit, my firm belief is if you want to make a diet sustainable, you don't look at it like it's a diet where I must restrict myself or change everything about myself. You look at it like it's a diet, which means a stable system of foods and and liquids that will keep your body healthy and happy and harmonious for the rest of your life. You shouldn't have to starve yourself, you know. Occasionally I'll have my sweet treats and things. But that's fine, because I've got the 80-20 rule. The majority of my diet is great. And when I do have the treats, the body can handle that, right? So amigo number three is diet. Guys, work on this one. Get a pen and paper, go to your fridge, write down everything that's in there, and then just have a look at it. And you'll be able to tell, you know, if there's a lot of, you know, um, pre-cooked meals that all you've got to do is freeze, you know, those dinner meals, things like that. Really, <clears throat> have a think about whether you can just go to the shops and buy and start cooking some meals, you know? If you don't have time, again, time order, you do have time, you're just not prioritizing correctly. So, the three amigos, right? Hobbies, exercise, diet. Why are they the absolute amigos? Well, you must have them, absolutely must have them in your weekly schedule somewhere. Each one of those things <clears throat> slots in there hobbies you're going to put them in there exercise somewhere in there diet should be in each and one you know each and every one of your meals you've already slotted out time for dinner your diet goes in there a good dinner okay if you get those three amigos the absolute amigos are there what is H-E-D you get those three amigos H-E-D you get your head right okay mindset needs all these environment impacts incredibly on your mindset so if you've actively engaged in hobbies that just make you happy you're regularly maintaining a form of exercise and you're eating a healthy diet it's going to go a long way to making sure your headspace 
is great. Is is great, you know. It, and then you can start also building on the, the headspace from within. So that's pretty much it for today, guys. I uh, just wanted to to build on <clears throat> the previous episode of Time Tantrums. Um. So today's episode was about the three absolute amigos, three three activities that, or you know, um, facets, uh, if you like, that absolutely must be in your weekly schedule in one way, shape, or the other. Now, don't panic too much if none or only one or two of these are in your, on your schedule or if you've never had some of these things in your schedule. Do you know the beauty of today? The beauty of today is you can always start. All right? And it doesn't have to be world-changing and it's not going to happen overnight, but you consistently plug away at putting these things in your in your weekly schedule. You're going to fail. I mean, that's that's a given, right? It's hard. It's not easy to to integrate an exercise regime. It's not easy to change your diet. It's not easy to you know pick up a hobby and consistently apply it. But you start somewhere. Pencil in one of, the, one of those things, ideally all three of those things, just once this week, and have a crack at it, right? Commit, commit to that. And then if it doesn't work, why didn't it work? Did you not give yourself enough time? Did you put it on a day when you knew, you know, your, your mindset wouldn't be great and you were tired and you are more likely to go, you know what, I'm not going to do it. Think about all those things, right? Anyway, guys, this has been Lockie J for Mindset Matters. I hope uh, today has been helpful. Hit us up with some uh, feedback and let me know how you've gone. Um, I look forward to hearing your responses. This is Lockie J for Mindset Matters. Have a good day.